Today is World Mission Sunday when we remember the many women and men throughout the world who invest themselves by preaching the good news all over the world. Like those missionaries, many of us invest a great deal of ourselves at our workplaces. It is no wonder that Jesus too had a point to make in the gospel when he answered, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God to show the connection between faith and work, the connection between the workplace and spirituality. There was a deliberate plot against Jesus in the gospel today from Matthew 22, verse 15 to 21. The strange point is that two groups of people with two different opinions came together to form the plot against Jesus. The Pharisees and their disciples were opposed to the Roman Empire meddling in Palestine and opposed also to paying taxes to Rome. But on the other hand, the Herodians supported the local Roman ruler in Palestine, Herod, and supported paying taxes to Rome. When you have opponents plotting together, then you know it is a very serious situation. It gets even more sinister because when the Pharisees and the Herodians speak to Jesus, what they say about Jesus is true. They say Jesus is truthful, teaches the way of God, and doesn't regard a person's status. But it is so obvious that this is not really their attitude towards Jesus. This is all part of their trap. They are pretending to be on the side of Jesus, whereas in fact, they ask a question about whether or not to pay tax to Caesar because they think no matter what way Jesus answers this question, he will get himself into trouble. They were looking for trouble for Jesus. But Jesus' reply to their question about paying taxes to Caesar was masterful. They asked a question, but they had the answer of the question in their wallet, in their pocket. The answer to the question was the coin that was used to pay the taxes. The coin had the imprint, the image of Caesar. And if you do not regard Caesar as your king or emperor, why should his currency be the legal tender for transaction economically? Why are you keeping that money as a legal tender? Dearly beloved, Jesus asked them to bring out the coin that is used to pay the taxes. And indeed, it bore the image of Caesar on them. So Jesus declares to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. This reply from Jesus has been used all through the centuries to teach us to act as good citizens in our country. As good citizens, we pay taxes. We obey laws made for the common good and we participate in the political arena. 
However, when conflict arises between the state and God's law, there can be no doubt where our allegiance should be. In the words of the apostle, we serve God and not human beings. We live in the world, but we do not belong to the world. All of us live in the human city, but we are always mindful that our primary citizenship is in heaven. It is therefore dangerous to canonize the state or any form of government. It is important to understand that our country has also the responsibility to serve its loyal citizens by taking only what belongs to Caesar and leaving to God what belongs to God. God gives life and only God can take that life again. It is not up to a country to decide that its unborn whose lives come from God can be killed while in the womb. It is hypocritical. It is like wearing a mask for a Christian and even so a Catholic who profess to love and cherish all the gifts of God will be a proponent of indiscriminate abortion against the vulnerable and the unborn child. To live and, 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 and profess our faith in God and treat our senior citizens as non-entity because they are not completely functional. That is like the Pharisees and the Herodians that went to Jesus pretending to love Jesus, but deep in their hearts, they are finding trouble for him. Dearly beloved, In fact, all gifts come from God. God gives life. Yes, indeed. And God is the only one who has the right to take life. From conception to natural death. Another aspect I would like us to reflect on is marriage. Although as an institution but it's instituted by God for the common good. We hear many discussions about redefining marriage nowadays. We say marriage is between a man and a woman, and today we hear all kinds of the, the definitions, marriage between two persons. Any discussion, beloved, which does not give to God what belongs to God is not a complete discussion. It is defective. How can a country which claims to be a Christian country founded on Christian principles ignore what belongs to God when making important decisions for its citizens? We do not want to be like those in the gospel who came to Jesus and said nice things about him, but it was only a mask on their faces over their real selves. The queen had an image of Caesar. It is so Jesus said to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. We also, as human beings, have an image of God. 
imprinted on our soul. We read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 27 that we are made in the image of God. If the coin belongs to Caesar and is to be given to Caesar because it has Caesar's image on it, we belong to God and are to give to God because we have God's image on us. Giving to God comes natural when we realize how much God loves us. The closer we come to God, the more we become friends of God, the more we want to give to God who gave everything to us in the first place. Giving to God is not a chore. It is pure joy for us and an act of love because we are giving back to God who first loved us and gave us everything we have. We give to God in so many different ways. We give to God by keeping Sunday as the day of the Lord. God comes first. Those who do not go to Mass do not have the Eucharist at home. Life goes much better with God than without God. In fact, life without Christ is a life of crisis. God made us for himself and giving to God, putting God first is the only way to true happiness. St. Augustine said, Lord, you have created us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. No matter how much we pretend to be happy, no matter how much we pretend to be complete, Without God, there is, there is a vacuum, there is an emptiness, there is an incomplete situation that we find ourselves in. We also give to God by spending time with God in prayer every day. Prayer every day is essential for a Christian in a world that is becoming increasingly secularized. Prayer every day keeps us close to Jesus and helps us carry our crosses. Prayer every day is one of the ingredients to ensure you have a great day. Every day we wish people have a great day or people wish us have a great day. We can do so much ourselves to ensure we have a great day by spending time in prayer every day with our Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved, the drama of the gospel is being played out all around us today. We give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. There will always be those who oppose giving to God what belongs to God. But we have God's image in us. We belong to God. And the only way to true happiness is to put God first. The closer we come to God. The more we become friends of God, the more we want to give to God who gave everything to us in the first place. If we give only to Caesar and not to God, Caesar will not be there to welcome us to eternity or to judge how we lived our lives on earth. We give to God because we are giving back to God who first loved us and gave us everything we have. And because we look forward to all eternity with God. I believe even if Christians alone will integrate giving to God and Caesar in our lives, our world will experience the light of Christ. We come to the Eucharist 
every Sunday, even at least every Sunday, and we are dismissed into the environment, we diffuse into our neighborhoods, and really we diffuse not as ignorant people, we diffuse not as empty people. We come to communion with our Lord Jesus Christ. We come to be healed. So we go out there as healed, healers in the world, transmitting God's healing power. We go out there as people who have been forgiven of our sins. And we go there to reconcile ourselves with other people and help other people to reconcile with themselves and with God. We go out there as people who have come to the Eucharist to experience the power of God's love, come to communion with Christ, and therefore when we go out there, we go out with Christ, and we let Christ become manifest in our family, let Christ become manifest in our neighborhood, to let Christ become manifest at our workplaces. We let Christ... uh, be diffused into all aspects of our civil life. That is what giving to Caesar means and what giving to God means. We are disciples and therefore we diffuse into the world as ambassadors of Christ, leaving the tenets of Christianity wherever we find ourselves. Dearly beloved, giving to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and God, what belongs to God does not mean that on Sunday I go to Mass and the rest of the week I give to Caesar as if Caesar is an evil kind of thing that I can do whatever I want during the rest of the week without God becoming manifest in how I live my life. That is not it. Being a good citizen, paying my taxes, respecting my state, obeying just and good laws that are enacted for the common good, contributing my quota in whatever work I do, I do out of law. St. Teresa said, you know, holiness is not doing anything extraordinary in life, but doing the ordinary things, what we are called to do, our profession, our state of affairs. Handling them with love for humanity, with love for God. That is given to God and given to Caesar. May the Holy Spirit strengthen each one of us. May the Holy Spirit help us to become genuine ambassadors of Christ who amalgamate our Christian spirituality with our civil responsibility. Amen.